0: Steve Elman is only the second county executive in St. Charles County's history. He's hoping to keep that designation going into the future by running for another term in office. The Republican countywide official joins us on another edition of Politically Speaking, so let's hit the music. This is the Politically Speaking Podcast, a candid conversation with the Show Me State's biggest political newsmakers. I'm Jason Merzenbaum.
1: And I'm Joe Manis. That's Eric Greitens,
0: Navy (laughs) SEALs running for governor, and I'm really, really glad to be on with you, Jason and Joe.
2: I'm going to push back
0: And welcome to Politically Speaking, the only podcast about Missouri politics, featuring a co-host who loves Diet Coke with lime.
1: Lime, that's right. I,
0: <laughs> I, and I and I think our guests merchants
1: all- should know if you don't have that, that's why I don't come by. I, only I, Target and Schnucks carries it.
0: And uh, I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. I haven't had a soda since December 24th, 2014. My co-host, <laughs> who has one right now, is
1: <laughs> you Joe Manis.
0: And uh, our guest, who apparently told me before the show he also likes caffeinated soda, we have today in studio.
2: Steve Ellman, St. Charles County Executive.
0: And uh, this is the first time you've come back since 2013. Nothing has changed since then. (laughs) A lot has has changed. uh, 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 Political environment's exactly the same. A lot has
2: changed in St. Charles County and in the region.
0: Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today, um, beyond just the, the politics of of politics, so to speak. We're going to be talking about the state of St. Charles County and how it kind of connects with the rest of the St. Louis region. Uh, But before we do that, um, you did have a political announcement that you made a couple weeks ago. You will be running for another term as county executive. Would this be your fourth term or third term? Fourth. It would
2: be the fourth. Um, I didn't get started in politics till I was 39 years old, so I get to I get to stick around a little longer.
1: Well, even now, aren't you now with uh, Saint Sl- uh, Louis Mayor Slay's retirement, like the senior top official in the region? I mean, as far as longest. We
2: mean that well, in a good way. You need by to tell way. my colleagues that.
1: No, I mean I mean that in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I mean because I mean Stenger hasn't been. I mean. I, County Executive Singer hasn't been in office as long as you. I have Same something which I Jeff think County.
2: you and I agree on is very important. I've got a lot of institutional memory. Yeah, and uh, I'm all for that. And, uh, yeah, if that's a good thing, I've got it.
1: Yeah, in fact, I mean, just so our listeners know, I've known Elman since he used to be the Senate minority leader back in the early 90s. This was back in the days when the Democrats controlled everything in uh, Jeff City. No longer the case but uh that's that's when I knew you. Do you want to sure. know how
0: old I was when that was?
1: <laughs> do we really want? <laughs> it was like eleven, twelve, and thirteen.
0: So that's just how long ago the Democrats had power. Why did you decide to run for another term first of all?
2: I think there's just a lot to do uh, still um, not not as much in St. Charles but in the in the region We're, we're doing very well in St. Charles, and um, you know we've got. Um, We've got a lot of new jobs. Uh, that's primarily due to a bunch of it, entrepreneurs, and in government we just try to stay out of their way and build roads for them. And we're uh, the healthiest county in the state, but I think that's due primarily to lifestyle choices that uh, that our people make, and we're very proud of that. And Yes, we do have alcoholism, and we have drug problems, and we have uh, broken families, but we don't have them as much because uh, we've got... Uh, uh, people making better choices we've got uh, a court system that uh, does everything it can to take care of children from broken families um, but uh, basic thing that we do is provide services and uh, more importantly now i think is we're an important part of the region uh, and as the region goes in the next decade i think uh, you know will determine how well saint charles does
1: now, you know, St. Charles growth has in some ways coincided a little bit with also it, it becoming a Republican stronghold in the state. I mean, it's outside of Springfield and Greene County. I mean, St. Charles is the kind of the big kahuna uh, in the GOP. So was there some encouragement from your party to consider running as well, just in order to keep things calm for 2018 and what might be kind of a chaotic—I mean, aside from the other factors that you mentioned.
2: Well, uh, I mean, it, I spoke to a lot of friends, and a lot of them are good Republicans, and uh, got encouragement from them. And uh, but no, I don't think there's a uh, there was a draft Elman in the sense that you're talking about. Did you talk yeah, to? I think any, there's a lot sorry. of there's a lot of good people in St. Charles, a lot of good Republicans that could that could do this job as well. Uh,
1: but they don't have your institutional
0: memory.
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right. I was just going to ask, did you talk to any bad Republicans
0: about your decision? You mentioned you talked to a lot of good Republicans. <laughs> uh,
2: is there such a thing as a bad Republican? I, I know.
0: I'm just teasing. But I
2: I, I I do want
0: to kind of transition more into policy, and we'll kind of get back into politics. Yeah,
1: what do you see as some of the biggest challenges facing? Because St. Charles has been one of the fastest growing in the nation among the among the counties.
2: Challenges facing us? Yeah. Again, I think—, uh, I think uh, The fact that the region is not growing will ultimately affect St. Charles County. Um, You know, there's a lot of people out there around the country, when they think about moving their businesses to different parts of the country, they don't think of moving to St. Charles County. They think of moving to the St. Louis region. And when they start looking at the St. Louis region, they realize St. Charles is, hey, that's a good place to be in the St. Louis region. But I just want to make sure people aren't crossing the St. Louis region off their list because of some of the problems we've had over the last uh, five or six years. Such as what? Such as Ferguson. Um, such as, uh, you know, a lot of the same problems everybody has been having with a uh, changing economy and uh, losing manufacturing jobs. Actually, we've got a great record on manufacturing in St. Charles County. While the country and the region has been losing, we've been gaining manufacturing jobs. But again, uh, if we gain them at the expense of other parts of the region, that's not really a, that's not really a plus.
0: Now, you mentioned on the outset, and you've mentioned this before, St. Charles County now has not only more people than the city of St. Louis, but I would say significantly more people. The last time I checked the census, it's about 80,000 more people, and that's the estimate. And I would imagine that gap is going to continue to grow as we go to 2020. I'm curious, why do you think St. Charles County has grown so much? And as you kind of alluded to, is that a good thing if it's coming at the expense of places like St. Louis City and possibly St. Louis County?
1: Yeah, as, a, as opposed to from outstate, let's say.
2: Yeah, and we, we have people from outstate as well. But you're right. There's a lot of people that have moved to St. Louis, uh, excuse me, to St. Charles County from other places in the region. They do it for two reasons: good schools, safe neighborhoods. If St. Charles County ever quits providing good schools and safe neighborhoods, they'll move somewhere else. And I think that's what a lot of people just uh, uh, don't understand. You know, we don't spend money in St. Charles County advertising to try to get people to move out there. Uh, the the uh, I'm not sure what if there's that much pull from St. Charles County as there's push from other parts of the region who aren't providing good schools and safe neighborhoods.
0: Do you think that you know your, your neighbor to the east, St. Louis County, has been castigated for having too many governments, for being kind of disorganized governmentally? You mentioned Ferguson. I mean, there's also a lot of poverty and crime in parts of north St. Louis County and to some extent south St. Louis County. Is that part of the reason too? Because you go into St. Charles County, I think there's only what? 11 or 12 municipalities, many of them are larger, some of them are more sophisticated.
2: Does that does that have anything to do with it, or is it more no, just Jason, of just a Jason, you're very perceptive. I yeah. think that has everything to do with it. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure that anybody uh, planned this, but it, it happened, and, and it's been a great thing. While St. Louis County has 91 municipalities, you're right, we have 11 or 12, but more importantly, we've got about six, okay? And most of the people live in those six municipalities. Mm-hmm. Each one of them is big enough to have a professional police department. The ones that aren't big enough are smart enough to hire the county police to do their policing. So we don't have these little cop shops uh, with unprofessional people. Uh, We have cities that are large enough so that they can have all types of neighborhoods, okay? And that's important because the big problem in St. Louis County, I think, is as has always been the problem in the city. you got all the poor people living in one part. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have poor people in St. Charles County. Uh, we have some of them in each of our cities. Now, that's not only important for city. If you look at our crime rates, we have varying crime rates, but no single city has a disproportionate part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So when our, our police have to deal with crime, and it's a challenge, but it's not like... Uh, I think the highest uh, crime rate in St. Charles County is 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 28 per 1,000. That compares to 58 per 1,000 in Ferguson, mm-hmm. and 85 per 1,000 in the city of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So no single police department is is overwhelmed with the crime problem. Same thing happens with the schools. We've got instead of 25 school districts like St. Louis County, we have five. Okay, we have um, in each of those in each of those uh, school districts, we have some poor kids. And you can look at the uh, free and reduced lunch. It it varies from 20 to 40%, okay, depending on which district you're looking at. But, uh, you know, the nationwide average is 50%. So yes, we have uh, some schools that might have more than 40%, but that's a neighborhood problem. It's not a district-wide problem, okay? So we have poor kids. Um, they have disproportionately more problems in school and need more attention and more resources. But as long as they're spread out to all the districts and all the schools, you can provide that. The problem is when you have situations like Normandy, where, you know, the number of poor people in that district just got to the point where it overwhelmed the district's resources. And uh, the worst part is that uh, you spend so much time with the kids with problems that the normal kids get kind of left behind.
1: Now, St. Louis County didn't used to have that issue, let's say, 30 years ago. But in some ways, it's and they knew it at the time, that some of the um, issues with poverty and other things would exacerbate as more people moved in from the city. My point being is that, let's say, 20 years from now, St. Charles County could be facing some of the same Problems in theory, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on how things go in some of these uh, communities. Are there things that, um, in your re-election announcement, you made a little jab at St. Louis County. So my question is, are there things that St. Louis County might look to how St. Charles County handled it to improve things, or are there things that you feel that you have to guard against in order not to now run into some of the problems that st louis county is having in some parts because as i mentioned 30 years ago there wasn't as much of this
2: the answer is yes no yes and yes okay go ahead Um, first of all the jab was not at st louis county government it wasn't a jab at all it was just expressing the fact that uh, bad decisions have been made in st louis county
1: can you be specific
2: or at well, least I already have. Uh, all the all the poor people have been basically moved to one part of the county. That wasn't that wasn't always true. There used to there have always been, uh, you know, there uh, used to be a better mix. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, well, and that's what I was referring to.
2: Yeah, those uh, so, those sorts of zoning decisions. You know, again, um, you know, uh, we uh, I tell used to tell Slade. And, stinger that you know ferguson is closer to my office than it is to theirs so yeah we've we've been doing a lot of things to make sure those types of situations don't happen we have several our police chiefs go they go to the NAACP meetings okay we have a uh, professor uh, Bryant Marks from Morehouse University down in Atlanta black uh, professor who has trained all of our um, Police officers in the last year, and he'll come back next year and do anti bias training. Uh, we think our police get more training, I'm talking about the county police now, than uh, anywhere else in the region. We are in the process of being accredited by CALIA, and there's only a couple of uh, agencies in the region that are going to have the accreditation that hopefully we will have.
1: Now, what does CALIA stand for for our listeners?
2: It's a it's an accrediting organization. Okay. I can't remember. The, yeah. I can't, can't remember, remember either, now. Joe. So, okay, well, you know, I was just
1: trying to be. It's <laughs> you
2: know, Continue he trying to make me look bad. No, I, I wasn't because <laughs> actually I don't either.
0: <laughs> no, none of us can, so we all look bad. But continue, okay. sir.
2: Okay. So uh, so yeah, we have done a lot with our with our police. Um, we um, again are lucky in that all of our police departments are large enough to to really be professional police departments, and our cities are large enough to provide them with the kind of training they need to have. And um, that's something that hasn't uh, always happened in North St. Louis County with all the small uh, municipalities, some of which uh, do a great job with police and others do a terrible job. You know, it was uh, a year before Ferguson, uh, I actually got involved with the whole problem of the courts in uh, North St. Louis County. Well, you mean as far as the fees and stuff? As far as the traffic stops. Mm -hmm. I was talking to uh, Police Chief Fitch for St. Louis County. I said, you know, I go downtown St. Louis once a week or so for for meetings, and it's like running the gamut. You know, it's like uh, when you're trying to get down Highway 70. I said, the other day I saw seven police cars. And he said, yeah, it's a— it's a disgrace. And he said, you need to talk to Pastor B.T. Rice. Found out Pastor B.T. Rice, his, whose congregation is over near Cool Valley, but he lives in St. Charles County, went to a meeting of the um, um, Concerned North County Coalition, of which he was the president at the time. Chief Fitch was there, and found out that all this was going on in the courts. We actually got Tom Dempsey to put in a bill to amend the Max Creek law, which you remember in this yes. city. Yes. Yes. We had a bill to amend the Max Creek law. The original bill was pretty much the same bill that finally passed after Ferguson. Now Tom had to, uh, instead of going to twenty percent, had to settle for thirty instead of thirty-five. But I went over and 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 spoke with these black pastors, and I said, you know, I said, uh, how did you guys become involved in this problem? And they said, well, you know. we had people, we had families that have been great parishioners, great members of the congregation for for years and have always been generous. And all of a sudden, you know, the collection plate would get a little bit light and we'd ask them, what's the problem? And they said, well, I got to pay a $100 fine in St. Anne on Monday or I'm going to jail. So they realized already long before Ferguson that this was a real problem uh that uh you know that people were having a difficult time and and i used to be an associate judge and circuit judge as well you know when people start falling behind on those payments uh, and then they just keep getting added to um you know it it, it become it becomes a real problem uh, so anyway we try to do something about that and of course I was concerned about it because a lot of people from St. Charles County were getting stopped on Highway 70. But uh, it was a much bigger problem in those actual neighborhoods along Highway 70. Now, you know, is, is there the political will in St. Louis County to do something about that? I, I, I don't know. Uh, but if we had those types of police departments in St. Charles, and I don't th- think that we do, what, what I would be thinking about doing would be to ask the people to amend our charter and make it clear that you can't have a police department unless they meet these standards. Um, there's, just a, there's, just a, there's just so much to be done.
1: Now, when you look at, um, you mentioned Ferguson, without getting too much in the weeds, are there particular things that you think the region I should either should take away from that or things that, either for good or bad, do you think there were mistakes made, or do you think there's things that have kind of helped the region? And one of the reasons I'm asking you, sure, our listeners know, you knew, you know, uh, now former Governor Jay Nixon very well. And so I figured you probably had some insight on kind of, uh, I mean, he got hammered, fair or unfair, for, what, for his reaction to it. I'm just interested in your take on it, now that it's been three years later, looking at the situation.
2: Well, the problem with it, a regional agenda, and we really need a regional agenda, but the problem is, because it's regional, it, it needs to be middle of, the, middle of the road. It needs to be somewhat moderate. It needs to appeal to, to all types of people. And right now, both parties uh, are pretty much uh, the, the, the voices out there are from the extreme left and the extreme right which makes it very very difficult and in the sense of the Democratic Party um, I don't I don't envy uh, the Democratic leaders have to deal with this problem because you have two important democratic constituencies in the city of St. Louis one is the police union which thinks the police can do nothing wrong And the other is Black Lives Matter who think that the police can do nothing right. Okay? Jay Nixon found that out very early. He found out, you know, I think he tried to please both sides and ended up pleasing neither. So it's a very, very challenging uh, situation. Um, And, of course, it's very easy compared to fixing the problem over there, my problem pretty easy. I just got to make sure the same thing doesn't happen in our county.
0: And I want to just ask about the importance of that, about the training you mentioned, because I've heard anecdotally that more and more African-Americans are moving to St. Charles County. Maybe some of the people that moved to North St. Louis County initially who were working class and middle class I've heard that the black population of St. Charles County is growing. I don't have any oh data. it definitely is so you but, don't but, no. but I mean, does that make it more important to make sure your police have that sensitivity training so they don't get caught in the same traps as St. St. Louis County? Oh, absolutely. I mean yeah.
2: that's yeah, that's why we're doing it. We also have a lot of people from St. Louis come out to St. Charles. I mean, we're on an interstate highway. you know uh, We have the, the, uh, the gaming boat. Uh, we have uh, you know, a lot of people from different parts of the region that come there. But the uh, the really important thing. I'm sorry. Would you re- repeat the question again? I just I'm just
0: saying because there are either more people, more African Americans traveling oh. through St. Charles County or living there. Yeah. Does that make yeah. police no, it, it, training it, it, more it, important?
2: It does. It does. But I'm what I'm, my point was that uh, even if they're not living there, that doesn't mean that our police don't deal with them. But the uh, it's you don't need the anecdotes. I can show you the numbers. There's there's an uh, increase. And over the last thirty years, there's been more and more um, minorities, African Americans. We have a rather large Hispanic community as mm-hmm. well in St. Charles. Yeah. There's more and more. The the ones that I meet, okay, the ones that I talk to, they've moved to St. Charles for the same reasons the whites have. They've moved to St. Charles because they want good schools for their kids and they want a safe neighborhood.
0: I mean, that's why they moved in St. Louis County in the first yeah, exactly. place, most likely.
2: Exactly. So. And see, that's uh, what I'd love to see is more—you know, I love history. That's my, my hobby. I would love the historians to really dig in to what happened in North St. Louis County. You know, because, again, when I was in school, there wasn't a dime's worth of difference between Ferguson with McClure High School and St. Charles. They were a big rival in sports, okay? Mm-hmm. But changes took place in one place, and they didn't in the other. Now, what caused that? What caused that? And, and if we don't find out what caused that, or maybe I have a, a disproportionate interest in knowing what caused it because I would like to learn some lessons from it and make sure we don't make the same mistakes as St. Charles County grows. And, um, you know, in education especially. I mean, the schools in North County used to be fine. Uh, now they're not. Uh, what happened? I, I've, I always talk to our uh, school people. I said, now, you're, you guys got a different playbook, right? You're not you're not going to use the same playbook that the public schools used in North County because it didn't work out very well. Well, they assure me they're, you know, looking at the problem. But I, I think it's very important uh, to learn. I mean, if you look at St. Charles County, even th- in things like zoning, uh St. Charles County or St. Charles City was the first. They made a lot of mistakes 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. St. Peters did a better job cuz they could learn from those mistakes. I think O'Fallon may be doing a better job yet hopefully Wentzville will get it perfect, okay? It'll,
0: it'll be a shining city on the hill or something like that. <laughs>
2: something <laughs> like that. But again, I uh, I think it's important, you know, I'm sure the St. Louis County learned some things from developments in the city. I'm hoping that we can learn some things from developments in St. Louis County and don't get me wrong there's a lot of great things that have happened in St. Louis County which we're trying to duplicate in and in in, um, um, I, I just like to see more discussion about that.
1: Yeah because I think that I mean okay I did not grow up in St. Louis but my husband did and um what he, high school did he go to well he he went to lutheran north <laughs> he, he went to lutheran north actually <laughs> okay but he you know he grew up in finally
0: and, a uh, guest asking joe that question <laughs> as opposed to the other way around yeah Continue. yeah. And <laughs> no,
1: he grew up in in berkeley and then later yeah. when when i when the 170 went through took his neighborhood so he ended up in uh Florsen at the end but my point being is i mean his is typical you know i mean typical uh and I've seen it, you know, over the last forty years that I've been married, you know, that how things have changed up there. Some for the good, and some not. And and you're absolutely right. You you wonder why that happened, and not in um, some other places. Because I mean, it's not like I mean, everybody wants the same things. Everybody wants good schools, safe neighborhoods, but I think decent I, I think the
0: county executive hit on it. In St. Louis County, they basically. Place the poor people, who are primarily African American, in one part of the county. And in say, as, from what you're telling me, I'm not saying that all poor people are African American. By the way, I want to make that 100 percent clear.
1: There's right. a lot of poor people who are not.
0: But y- y- it's more. And we spread don't out. talk
2: about it in terms of race yeah. hardly at all. We right. talk about it in terms of e- uh, socio-economic classes. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to again, when it when it comes to uh, schooling. Uh, kids from those classes, whether they're white or black, tend to have more more needs and and more, need more attention. I,
0: I think that's what it is. Yeah.
1: And, so, and but I, I think it goes beyond quote. I mean I am not sure how much the governments had to do with it directly, but I think maybe they didn't respond to it when it began happening. I mean because you could see it. You don't know if it was real estate or what, but the result is that's the that this is the effect.
2: Well, we did some uh, uh, research, and I'd be glad to send you the results, um, looking at the Del Mar Divide, okay? We looked at the Del Mar Divide. East-West Gateway gave me the, the numbers for the city and the county. We extended the Del Mar Divide out into St. Louis County, and then we extended it all the way out to St. Charles County all the way to Lincoln County, okay? And we looked at single-family homes on both sides of the divide, we looked at the, at the value based on the assessment per square foot, okay, because some parts of the area, the houses are just bigger, okay, so we looked at the per square foot value of homes, and in the city of St. Louis, on one side of the divide, you know, it was five times greater than on the north side, okay, it, in St. Louis County, it's about two to one, okay, the the average square foot or the, the square foot the value per square foot of the median home in North St. Louis County is half of what the median is in on the other side of that line. In St. Charles County, it's a buck fifty a square foot. There's almost no there's almost no difference at all. I've just updated those. They haven't changed in the last two years, okay? Which means and the good thing about that, it means we, we have growth and we have uh, places like Newtown in St. Charles. We've got several other new uh, uh, developments that are going in north of that line. Okay, So we're not, at least so far, we're not creating a situation where all the poor people live north of that line and all the rich people live south of it.
0: Before we continue our conversation, we're going to take a brief break where I'm going to tell our listeners about the stories Joe and I are working on. We'll be back in 25 seconds. On stlpublicradio.org, I talked with both supporters and opponents of Donald Trump to talk about the president's turbulent few weeks in office. And Joe Manis reports on the union-backed effort to overturn right-to-work at the ballot box. You can subscribe to Politically Speaking by typing in Politically Speaking in the iTunes podcast search. Now back to the show. And we're back with Politically Speaking with St. Charles County Executive Steve Ellman. I wanted to talk a little bit more about the challenges of growth, because I think when you have tens of thousands of more people come into a county, it means you have to build more roads. It has to mean that your sewer system is all up to date. It may also mean that you have to make sure that people have clean water basic necessities. I want you to kind of talk about the challenge of making sure that those type of basic infrastructure needs are kept up as more and more people move into St. Charles County.
2: Well, as, as you can imagine, you know, you, the biggest cost on all those items is the initial cost. And uh, as you add more people, obviously, you have additional costs. But if you have the basic infrastructure in place... And I would say that St. Charles County, over the last twenty years, has done a really good job. Not just when I say the county, I mean county government and the cities have done a good job of getting that basic infrastructure in place. The cities, you know, have to do sewer and water. We have Duckett Creek, which is uh, I get to appoint the members to uh, that board of directors. They've done a great job of of providing those services, and. Um, just as an example, uh, we took the, the numbers from um, Better Together. And I think it's over the last uh, five years. Uh, the, the cost of government in St. Louis city and county went up, I believe it was 5.7%. Okay. Now, obviously, uh, half of that is inflation. Uh, but in St. Louis city and county, they were actually declining in numbers in a city of, excuse me, in St. Charles County, the total cost to government went up about 63 percent. Well, we've got the same inflation rate, but we've also had this tremendous growth. So I think we've done a good job not only of providing that, but doing it in a fiscally responsible way. Now, the big challenge that that uh, uh, will always be there is transportation, but again, we've, we've uh, since I've been in office, we've had three new bridges built across the uh, Uh, Missouri River. Uh, So we didn't build those so people could come. We built them after they were already in St. Charles and needing to get back to their businesses. One of the differences today, if you look at those bridges at Rushire, is there's traffic in both directions now. There's a lot of people who live in St. Louis County who have jobs in St. Charles County, and they um, have really uh, uh, profited... By things like Page Avenue Bridge, Page Avenue Bridge, of course, wasn't there ten years ago. Right now, it carries more people at rush hour than any of the other bridges. Okay, and it makes you wonder: Well, what would have happened if we, you know, if we hadn't hadn't built those? So yeah, transportation is still the biggest challenge. Uh, Modot, as you know, has funding problems. We came up with uh, $25 million from the county, $25 million from the cities, and $50 uh, million dollars from MoDOT to f- do the final phase of the Page Avenue extension.
1: Yeah, i remember that. Happened. And if we
2: hadn't gotten together, if we hadn't been able to get all the cities to cooperate and get the county involved, we would still be waiting for that project, which has been on the uh, table for probably 30 years Uh, because MoDOT doesn't have the money to do it now, Uh, but we absolutely needed it. And when we opened it, the usage was four times what MoDOT had predicted uh, the year before we started the project.
0: I want to talk about another regional aspect, and that is the opioid and drug crisis in not only this region, but this country. Mm -hmm. I, I, I talked with you after Governor Greitens' announcement that he was going to be sending Highway Patrol people uh, into some St. Louis City highways. And I asked the governor, what responsibility do leaders of the surrounding counties, so that means St. Louis County, Jefferson County, St. Charles County, Franklin. Ha- Franklin County to to some extent, have to make sure that they're dealing with the crime problem. Because I, I think the crime and the drug problem are are linked in many respects. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like it's exactly linked. I'm not saying that all the drug dealers are in St. Louis. I'm sure some of them are in the other parts. But I, I don't see this as just a St. Louis city problem. And from talking with you, I don't think you see it as a, just a city problem. You think that the leaders of the region need to come together to deal with this. I'd like yeah. you to explain that.
2: Well, again, I've, I've explained just the, uh, from a public relations, from a marketing standpoint, it affects all of us. Uh, from the, the, the human aspect, obviously, it's, it's a tragic situation, Uh, I actually called for the highway patrol to come into the city about 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I was speaking to someone just the other day who told me that the chief of police in St. Louis is very happy to have the patrol there, that they are doing all these accidents that take place on the highways, Okay that then frees up the city police to actually be in the neighborhoods, to be on the on the corner uh, where the, the crime is taking place. So um, I don't know why we couldn't have done that some time ago. Now, does the highway patrol, have they gone out and hired a bunch of new people? No. So you know what? Our police in St. Charles County have done a, quite a few accidents lately, mm-hmm. all right? Accidents that maybe normally would have been done by the highway patrol mm-hmm. there instead, down in St. Louis, working accidents. We're not complaining. If that's the cost we have to pay to fix this problem, we're ready to do that. Our police uh, cooperate with the other police departments in a big, big way. Our, we've got great relationships with them. You know, We were invited over to uh, Ferguson on the third night. In fact, we're defending a lawsuit Uh, right now, uh, three Al Jazeera journalists um, uh, are suing us for a million dollars apiece because we turned over their lights from their TV cameras that were shining in the faces of our police officers. At a time when bullets were being fired over their heads and all sorts of things were being thrown at them, we asked them, please, we can't can't even see the, the protesters. So we turned them down and then later on uh, one one of them may may have gotten some uh, tear gas or something. So anyway, we're we're being sued.
0: I actually remember that.
1: Well, one of the things when we're talking about, you know, like the opioid problem, uh, my daughter used to be a juvenile. My daughter's a lawyer. Proud of that. Uh, She used to be a juvenile prosecutor in Franklin County, and that's mainly what she was dealing with. I mean, now she's got a different uh, law job in the city, but my point being that, you know this is this is not just a city issue yeah, this I, is a regional I, I, issue. no
2: and we yeah. we've recognized that and we've uh, joined the pdmp now we waited we waited 2 years hoping that the general assembly would do it but uh, two years ago when they when they did not we went ahead and joined with uh, st louis county and what 37 other 37 other counties what i tell people and, and our prosecutor tim lomar's been very active He's got a program called CRUSH where he goes, and don't ask me what the acronym stands for. He has something called CRUSH. They go into the schools and they talk about opioid addiction and things like that. Uh, We're in the PDMP. Uh, We were the first police department to carry Narcan, and we used it a lot. You know, the ambulance district had it, but a lot of times the police were the ones who'd get there first. Uh, So we were the first to do that. We are doing it. I tell people that uh, this whole opioid thing, which, what, eight, nine years ago, a lot of people didn't know much about, I think it's finally getting to the point where just about every family has been touched by this problem or they know another family who has. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's out there. Uh, it's not like, uh, it's not like other drug issues in the past where a certain number of people would say, well, that's the lifestyle they've chosen. I mean, a lot of these people really are victims. They start out, you know, being pain, prescribed pain, pain kill. yeah, yes. but uh, painkillers and, and, and they get addicted to it. And then all of a sudden they're on, they're on heroin. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, that's something, that's something we, we need to, we need to be very much aware of. It's it's a problem that doesn't respect the Missouri River boundary. It's as big a problem in St. Charles County as it is in St. Louis.
0: Do you know how many heroin overdoses you had last year in St. Charles County off the top of your head? No. Okay.
2: I don't. But it was a lot. Yeah. It was a it lot. Was, it's shocking, but I don't want to say the wrong number I and be accused of, uh, of overemphasizing a, the—
1: As a former legislator and legislative leader you know, in the Senate— um so you you understand the, how Jeff City works even if the, some of the players are different. Are there things that you think that Jeff City really needs to confront that they just seem to be wanting to ignore and as a result well, uh, county executives like you have to kind of
2: Yeah. The PDMP that we've got now is better than nothing, but it's not it's not the best we could do because uh, right now, the one uh, that the governor signed through executive. No, order. the one that we're doing along oh, with. Continue. And of course, and the governor's, the governor's uh, uh, program is is helpful too, but it it's not the ultimate solution because he had to do only what he could do within the existing law. So right now, you've got a situation where the the, the doctor shoppers, the people who are doctor shopping, yeah. Uh, they're not going to get away with it in St. Louis County. They're not going to get away with it in St. Charles County. So what do they do? They drive ten miles further to Warren County. Okay. So um, you know, ultimately, that would be the uh, the best solution. It, you know, PDMP is not the, the the end all. It's not it's not everything we could do. It's it's one of the tools we could certainly use. And uh, of course, we got sued last week by some people who think uh, the whole system uh, violates their. Uh, violates their Fourth Amendment right to privacy. And um, what I think people don't understand is that the information that is available is being made available to doctors and pharmacists. If a police officer if a ju- uh, wants to know any of those things, they have to get a warrant from a judge just like they would for any other information.
0: Um, what would be your biggest goal that you want to see if you were reelected? That that's that you want to see realized in St. Charles County, it, if you could just pick one thing. Oh, in St. Charles County,
2: yes. Um, obviously, we have some we have some transportation issues, but I I just uh, I, I guess being more general, just that we can learn from other people's mistakes.
1: Now I've got a political question to ask you. I mean, as one of the veteran Republicans, and you're looking towards not just 2018, but are there things that you think that the party needs to do, not just in St. Charles County, but statewide, just kind of looking at, okay, here's what needs to be done to make us uh, better? What, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, let's, let's, let's keep it local. I think there's a lot of things that the uh, uh, government in Jefferson City needs to do to help our region, okay? The governor has taken the first steps. By sending in the highway patrol. He also announced that there was going to be additional efforts by all the various departments. Um, I think there's some things that should be done on training standards. I think there's some things that can be done. um, You know, the the state does set the training standards for police. You know, the city of St. Louis, St. Louis County, St. Charles County, we're all political subdivisions of the state. I mean, I'm not sure exactly why the highway patrol hasn't always been in the city of St. Louis. My suspicion is that it was a political decision where the leaders in St. Louis would just as soon not have the governor's people knowing everything that's going on. But that's—I can't prove that. Uh, But that's the kind of attitude we need to get away from. I mean, the the region is the economic engine of the state of Missouri— the people in Jefferson City need to get serious about doing the kind of things that will help this region. Because if this region doesn't thrive, uh, the, the whole state's in trouble. Absolutely. Well, and yes. and of course, you know, the, you've been in Jeff City as long as I have. Uh, there's a certain rural element up there that uh, that doesn't go to the city much. They I won't say they don't care, but it's just. Uh, some of these things that are problems for us are not a problem back in their hometown and they just don't uh, take it as seriously as I, as I wish they would
0: well thank you again for coming on our show for all of our stories stlpublicradio.org follow me on twitter at Jay Rosenbaum, follow joe on twitter at
1: jmanis that's j-m-a-n-n-i-e-s I,
0: I'm not sure if you're on twitter but how would people get a hold of you either on the internet or through a carrier uh, pigeon S- or something like that
2: selman at sccmode.org that's
0: the best way to reach him. We'll be back next time. Until then, so long.